It is the Chicago vs. United audio podcast, your Chicago scene salvation. My name is Haima Black. I host this podcast every week at ChicagoVersUnited.com, featuring interviews with the premier talent in the Chicago music community. This week, I'm on the phone with Hollywood Holt in advance of the release of his forthcoming mixtape. These are the songs that didn't make the album but are still cold as hell, so shut the fuck up, Volume 1, dropping this Saturday, August 28th, followed by the mixtape release party this Sunday, August 29th at Beauty Bar. Hollywood Holt, how's it going? I'm fantastic. Yo, can I cuss? Yeah, dude, it's a podcast. You can say whatever you want. Hell, fuck yeah. <laughs> There's a lot going on with you. I want to talk about everything that's happening. But, you know, how has your summer been, first of all? Let's let's cut to that. I know you're always really busy. Dude, my summer's been fantastic. Uh, I haven't been, as far as, like, media-wise, I haven't been out in the media because I've been so busy working on the, you know, album. This album I'm about to drop is seriously going to be the best thing in the world because, mm-hmm. like, a lot of the artists that came, you know, that got popular around the time that I did, they put out albums, and, you know, a lot of it is, like, old songs they already had out. You know what I'm saying? Like, this was, like, three three years ago right? that we got popular. And then, like, you know, a lot of people dropped their albums last year. So, you know, they sat on theirs for two years. I Mine's been three or, you know, two and a half, almost three years. And then they dropped their music and like you listen to the to the album and it's like half of it is old songs that people already heard that have been out you know just remastered. like on mixtapes and stuff yeah yeah stuff that's already out and then like the new songs aren't really that good you know so it's like a lot of the people i feel are coming out that you know dropped all this stuff that were popular around the time i was flopped I'm not naming no names, and I'm not dissing sure, anyone. Sure. I, I hope everyone's career is fantastic, but just in my opinion, a lot of the people that came out with music that you know has been waited on sucked. So I was like, forget that. Like, dude, I'm not putting out no old songs that are already out. Like, you, like all the stuff that's been on my mixtapes is not, not going to be on the album. And the only song that's going to be on the album that's old is Swerve and Lean because it's like one of my favorite songs ever. But that is that's only one song that's you know that that I've, I don't know like 28 that I have out that's going to be on the album and the rest is going to be like amazing new songs that no one's ever heard and like we're dropping this mixtape a lot of those songs were so I mean they're not mastered or mixed or anything these are just songs that didn't make it on the album but they're still dope as hell so which is the name of the mixtape <laughs> these are the songs that didn't make it on the album but they're still dope as fuck it's dope as hell so shut the fuck up volume one <laughs> I, I love that I love that title so it was funny because when I um I was like man I don't know what I'm gonna call my mixtape he was like, well, what's, I mean, what's the basic premise? I was like, I mean, well, these are just songs that, that, that didn't make it on the album, but they still come to sell and shit. So I'm like, fuck, you yeah. know. And he was like, yo, why don't you call it that? There you go. <laughs> Brandon Bro, my art director from End Wealth, he was like, why don't you just call it that? I was like, I will. These are songs that didn't make it on the album, but they still come to sell. Shut the fuck up, volume one. <laughs> it's, it's truth <laughs> and in advertising is what it is, man. Yeah. It's- and it's perfect because, I mean, that's exactly what it is. You know what I mean? Like, it's not like, I'm not trying to, there's no theme, there's no nothing, it's just songs. But my thing is, I know, I'm a, I feel I'm a real artist. So it's like, I don't need to sit on a bunch of music. You know what I mean? Like, if I, if I make music, I just want everyone to have it. There's no point in making songs no one's ever heard before. And it's like, so if it's not going on the album, I still want people to hear it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And just throw it out there, you know? Why not throw it on the mixtape and stuff? So that's what I did. But so all summer, I've just been working on, you know, writing songs, working, going to the studio, re-recording, fixing songs, taking, like, because they're... <laughs> When it comes to an album and a label, man, there's always, 
minds being changed. And it's oh yeah, I mean <laughs> we've seen that with so many. I mean not only so many artists in general, like when you and I grew up and were you know listening to music in high school, but like so many Chicago artists that you and I know. You know yeah. who have who have had their works delayed, and I, I think it's a great strategy. What you were talking about before, though, of filling your album with entirely new material and not yeah. making it kind of like here's six new songs to go with the six oh, other songs you've heard on blogs. Like, yeah, that's like, that sucks, man. I mean, it's like great. I bought this album with in six half of the album already half. You know, mm-hmm. like that sucks. I don't want like this is what why people buy albums because. They want to feel like they know you. They want to see. They want to see. They want to glimpse into your life through your music. You know what I mean? And that's why when you see people that always try to make number one hits, they don't sell albums. Yeah, they might have a chart top and top forty hit, but they ain't selling no albums. They're because, selling the one song on iTunes. Yeah, exactly. They'll just buy that song because nobody wants to hear a whole album of straight number one party hits. You know what I mean? They want to. They want to know. You know what? Your, what happens when you're upset? What happens when? Nobody wants a double album from LMFAO. Exactly, dude. Like, exactly. Like, they want to know what's going like perfect example dmx man you buy you, a lot of people will buy dmx dmx has like a, an, an infinite fan base because he's so passionate he has so much feeling like you really feel <laughs> I mean, you really you. feel where he's <laughs> you really feel where he's coming from you, you can you can see into his life right you know what i mean like Oh, pardon me. Damn. Bless you. It's weird. So, I mean, I was like, forget that. I want to make sure that people can see. I want people to... Damn it. <laughs> I want people to know me, you know? Yeah, dude. I mean, I, I definitely get where you're coming from. And, you know, this Saturday you're giving people a chance to really kind of get your album in, in an album format, a right. mixtape, which this is... This is like a precursor. This is showing people kind of what they need to expect from the album, you know what I mean? Right. Like, like, I don't want... Like, I feel like a lot of people got me misconstrued based off of the few songs that I threw out early on. I think people, like, heard my music... You know, because I, you know, I like I like dance music too, and so I made a couple of dance songs just because I like the beats, and that's what Mano was making. He was making these beats at the time, and I just liked them. You know, like me, I'm I just make music. It doesn't it doesn't matter what kind of beat it is, what kind of style. I just if I hear something, I come up with something and I make it. You know, so it's like I feel like one, you know, when I drop songs like Bang That and Caked Up and stuff like that, that people thought that I was just this like happy dance rapper. You right, know what I mean? Right. And it's like, no, I'm just an, a straight up artist. Like I make all kinds of music and I write for however I'm feeling at the time, you know? Like I wrote a song, a, a song that's like pretty, it's not sad, but it's very like intimate and very like, it's not, it's not like super upbeat and hype because right. I thought I was about to go to jail. You know what I'm saying? So then I just sat there and wrote that, you know, just like, it just depends on how I am that day. And like, but what people are definitely going to get from this album is that is they're going to know me inside and out. They're going to know how I am, all aspects of me, all angles of me. You know? Yeah. I mean, and outside of just getting you, uh, I looked at the mixtape track list. I know you've got some like remixes, collaborations, originals, like Mano, yeah. Mickey Halstead, kind of like give people yeah. a rundown of what they're going to get when they start listening to this. Yeah. Yeah. That's why I wanted to drop the track list and just like let them know, you know what I'm saying? What what you're looking about to about to hear, and I want people to look at the track titles and be like, hmm, I want to hear that. I wonder what that's gonna sound like. You know what I mean? And then yeah, I got some homies on there like Don 
Smith, uh, Rocky Fresh, a lot of dudes from Chicago, just a lot of homies, you know, and like, because my thing is, I don't care about, like, I can get features all day. I know tons of famous artists, and, you know, I can pay, like, a certain amount of money and get, you know, a famous artist on a song, but that's, to me, I don't, I don't need to do that, like, I feel like my art is good enough by itself. Doesn't like, need to be. Are gonna, right. I don't need. I don't need a cosign. I don't need a. Oh, well, Snoop song. Snoop Dogg's on no diss to Snoop Dogg. That's my. I, I, right. 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 Let me just say this. The day Snoop Dogg calls me his nephew, I am a successful artist. <laughs> that's why. That's when I feel I'm successful in life. When Snoop Dogg goes, my nephew Hollywood Holt, man. Right. That will be the day. But, like, you know, just to say any artist, you know, uh, I, I don't need to get uh, it's like Snoop Dogg on a yeah. song, you know, just for people to, like, be like, oh, this is dope because Snoop Dogg's on it. You know what I mean? I, I know people are going li- to listen to my music, and it's already dope, so I don't need nobody. I mean, I'm not saying I wouldn't do a tag with Snoop Dogg. Of course I fucking would, but I do records with people because they're cool and because I like them. You know what I mean? And there's such a strong Chicago... I mean, there's so many artists here Dude, there's that so many there's dope, such a man, community. so many dope MCs in the shy. Yeah. You know? And they're all cool, and they're all, like, down and, for each other. You know and there's a lot of like, different styles. Yeah. You know, like, BBU doesn't sound like Kids in the Hall. At, at all. all. Yeah. Exactly. But we're all Chicago still. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's so many different aspects of a Chicago artist, and we got so many, and we're all connected. Like, that Haterville, that doesn't exist no more. As far as the, the music community goes in Chicago, everybody sticks together. Everybody keeps it, Everybody keeps it. you know, 100 with each other, and everyone wants to help each other out. Whereas back in the day, it was like everybody's out for themselves. And I think that that was a, you know, it's not a... A constructive way to build a community, and I think in general, no. no matter what you know genre you're in, no matter what facet of the music industry you're in, it's a rough time. Like yeah. performer, radio, print, media, whatever anything, you're doing, anything entertainment-wise in the entertainment industry, even modeling and singing, acting, all that. Everybody's like, got to come together. Exactly. You know, like no one can do. Like I mean, if anybody said they got super famous by themselves, they're lying out of their mouth. Like right in front of you because like do everybody i mean i've had tons of help now i didn't go asking for handouts but you know when people believe in you and they believe in your product they want to help you like if i if i hear an artist in chicago okay like perfect example there's this kid named rocky fresh mm-hmm. from chicago and i was at we were doing a haiti benefit i was performing and he performed also and i heard his i heard his songs and i was like man this little dude is super dope and i just instantly wanted to help him i instantly wanted to put him on to stuff you know, that's why I got to put a track on a mixtape with him because, like, I want pe- more people to hear him because he's sick. And that's what happens, like, when you're a good artist and you're humble and cool, people want to help you. And I think that's one of the keys is being being humble and being open to collaboration, not exactly. making it about I'm too big to even, you uh, know, yeah, collaborate uh, dude, with anybody. Man, anybody will, in Chicago will tell you, if somebody comes up to me and goes, oh, man, I really love your music, I'm going to be like, yo. Thank you. Like, that's the joke. Like, how the fuck I'm going to be mad at somebody for coming up to me telling me that they they love my art? It's like, dude, I, anybody that comes up to me and says they uh, they like my music, that means they understand me. That means they understand my art. You know what I'm saying? So I'm the most appreciative of that. Because at the end of the day, if these motherfuckers didn't like my shit, I would be working a part-time job or some bullshit. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, like dude, so if any 
Dude, I'm telling this to all the supporters. If there's ever a rapper that tries to front on you, I mean, no, no, there's other times, like, I mean, you can't be a crazy fanatic and run up on somebody who, you know, his mom might have just died or something. You know what I'm saying? Right. But you never know the situation at hand. There's been times where, you know, somebody will be trying to talk to me and I'm about to walk on stage. I'm like, yo, I got to chill. You know what I'm saying? And, like, some people get their feelings hurt for no reason. But generally speaking, if you go up to an artist and you be like, yo, man, you're dope, and he's like, it tries to blow you off, like, you ain't shit smack his ass in the mouth <laughs> that's what yeah. the fuck i do i'm like motherfucker we making you we making your career without the without the fans we would have nothing but also at the same time i get there's a couple of fans i'm like what what do you mean you don't want to come to my birthday party without me you'd be nothing like oh, right chill. to relax nigga <laughs> like nigel i feel like you should be running like a seminar where you're like <laughs> explaining to artists how they should handle themselves you know it's funny i just did a seminar and was actually talking about this for Tommy Boy and I actually met Tommy All right. that dude is super cool man like man he's like cool as fuck and like I, that's what I was basically doing was just telling people just basically all only message I try to convey is to be straight up don't be no fucking asshole and don't be you know what I'm saying be a regular dude don't Absolutely. I treat this music business like a job you know what I'm saying it's like I mean of course it's a way fun job and it comes with a lot more perks than working at fucking Sam's Club, but <laughs> you know, it's still a job. When yeah, I have a show, I try to get there right on time. I don't be like, oh, I'm I'm the fucking number one act. I'm gonna get here fucking hour later. Keep and everyone all that waiting. Kind of like, yeah, I don't I don't do none of that shit, man. Like, if I got a show, I want to perform for these people. I don't want to like, I'm never gonna feel myself and act like I'm better than anyone because of what I do. Because everybody's better than everyone at something. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? I might, you know, I can rap good, but this motherfucker over here can play piano i can't play piano i wish i could everybody's good at something you know what i'm saying yeah you know it's i i deal with this all the time when i'm trying to book bands and you get some of the smaller bands who get a little bit of attention and then all of a sudden they're like they're, you know like they're kind of divas and then you got bigger bands and i'm not going to name names but like bands that have been on mtv and you book them for an interview and you just cool email them directly you know like yeah. You're not going through somebody, so. You, that is so true, too. A lot of the, like, the biggest artists I know that are, like, huge, and I know fucking real huge artists. Cool as fuck. Yeah. Real chill, real easy to work with, real professional. You send them a text or something. And it's like, dog, I've, like, personally punked out a lot of fucking artists that was acting like they was hard as fuck or acting like they was too fucking cool. It's like, nigga, you ain't on shit. Yo, bitch ass. Nobody knows you outside of Chicago. I mean, not even outside of Chicago in Illinois. You go to Bloomington, Indiana, and nobody know who the fuck you are, nigga. Right. So what the fuck you trying to act like you the shit? Motherfuckers don't even know who the fuck you are on the north side. Motherfuckers don't even know who you are on the south side. You know what I'm saying? It's like you got a little bit of buzz. You probably pull about 70 people at a show in Chicago, and then you want to act like you motherfucker. oh, I need security. Let me get the fuck out of here, nigga. Like, I give a fuck who you are. Dude, I, I'm totally with you on all that. I, I, I absolutely know. I like, man, what the fuck? you rolling up in I mean it's one thing to have security because you're afraid for your life in the situation you know what I'm saying like but like dog you live down the street everyone here knows you no one gives a fuck about you like that and you got security and this security I can whoop they at like, nigga get the fuck out of here man like you stop feeling yourself you not you don't need that shit I hate when motherfuckers go overboard with shit you know what I'm saying yeah dude you know speaking of shows you have a show this coming Sunday uh, August 29th at Beauty Bar it's you yeah. Mano some other people and that is the yeah. official mixtape release like tell yeah. us a little bit about that event that shit's gonna be super dope I have a ho- my homie Joel who does 
does. He does a party in Miami and New York called Chocolate Sundays, and we just brought it to Chicago because it's just like super live and super fun. And this, you know, I was looking at the uh, the flyer. There's a drunken spelling bee too. Yeah, that's gonna be awesome. That's was gonna that, be right at ten. Was that like, your idea or? No, that's, that was Joel's. But it, I was when he told me, I was like, awesome. Like it was like. You got you just sign up and then like you do a shot of whiskey between every uh, word and do it's just like the funniest thing ever watching people trying to spill. Oh man! By the end mind. of it, yeah. Oh man, this is gonna be insane. You've got like, you've got to film that. You got to no, film no, that. No, the, the entire party is getting filmed. The entire party is getting filmed. Awesome. We're also doing uh, something with Virgin Mobile where uh, you know to help out to help for the homeless. If you sign up and you 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 know you you uh, dedicate any time or help at all with uh, our program on uh, August, no uh, September 25th, everybody gets to go on a uh, a tour bus and go down uh, to uh, Mar- uh, was it Maryland I think I believe it was Maryland to go to the Virgin Mobile like festival where like uh, I think MIA is playing a bunch of big people are playing it's just a big uh, kind of like you know Coachella Lollapalooza and they have one so it's gonna be sick. That's pretty awesome. You know, looking past the mixtape and the party this weekend. What do you got lined up for the rest of the year? Like, is your album dropping? Or um, other trying plans? to drop the album. Hopefully, probably like November, December. I'm not sure yet. We're it's we're still in the mixing process. But I'm gonna tell you like this: this album is the best thing ever. Like, dude, I am not worried at all about how good this, you know how well this is gonna do. Like, anybody that hears this is going to enjoy it. There's something on there for everyone. And I didn't try to make something for everyone, but it just is because I just like everything. I just know people are gonna be able to connect to this because when I make music I make music that people can relate to man like stuff that I do on a regular day that people just don't say out loud you know they be thinking like oh yeah I did I did do that but yeah you know the party uh, the party Sunday is going to be insane please everyone get there early because yeah you don't want people left out Dude, that happened, man. Whenever, whenever me, Mano, or Mike T throw a major party, like it gets packed real fast. Like when um, for Mano's birthday party, I got there at nine p.m. Yeah, and, I, and if anybody could get in that party as late as he wanted, it should have been me because he's my best friend and everything, you know. And you still showed up and, early. And I showed up just for the, you know, for an example, you know. I'm not trying to act like I'm I'm too cool for school, but sure. I just know I have a lot of friends, and a lot of my friends. Are coming <laughs> and and it, that shit gets packed real fast so you know and plus with 10 deep sending us stuff to you know give we're giving away free gear uh sky high we're getting we're getting absolute vodka it's hooking it up uh jameson jumped on it uprise st alfred's like it's it's gonna be insane plus my favorite dj of all time is djing my cousin million dollar man a lot of uh really exciting things going on i can't wait to hear the mixtape can't wait to hit Dude. the party i'm looking forward to all of it i'm happy all these things are happening for you man yeah man i appreciate it man i'm just trying to make chicago like the number one dopest place ever and i want people to be I, my goal is you know back in the day when people were talking about you know all music and rappers coming out it was always new york new york new york i want to make that chicago i want other people from other cities to be like yo man i'm gonna go to chicago and get on you know what i'm saying yeah there was you know there was that wave with kanye and twista and, and now it has to happen with like you know the next wave it's a decade later the thing is like I mean whether people want to say it or not the heaviest we're the heaviest coming out bringing music out besides the south like the south has the music game on smash 
like trap music and like all as far as the rap raps go, like it's all you know Flocka, Gucci, like little even Lil Wayne's sound is like pretty south. You know what I'm saying? Like 808s, claps. Yeah. So like you know in, in New York, New York ain't really got nobody coming out. You know what I'm saying? And uh, the, as far as the West Coast, you know it's funny. My my favorite, some of my favorite kind of music is is West Coast gangster rap. And like so, I mean they got a few fools that I still love, but like as far as on the mainstream, you don't see a lot of West Coast rappers still out besides like Snoop and shit. In Chicago, we still have a very big presence. You know, Lupe is still making dope music. Kanye just drops that dope shit. You know what I'm saying? Dude, that power Kanye, video everyone, is exactly, insane. Dude, it's insane. And the thing is, the thing about our artists, they, they turn timeless. Like, people don't understand that Twista is like a rapper from the 80s. Oh, yeah, dude. Yeah, I'm... Dude. You know what I'm saying? Like, it wasn't like... It's not like he will, he popped in like 99 or some shit like that, you know, and it's still trying to hold on. Like, that nigga is an old school rapper. You want to hear a funny story real quick? Like, yeah. right when Through the Wire came out, like, before College Dropout even hit, like, that video mm-hmm. hit MTV. Mm-hmm. I was working at a CD manufacturing company back when there was, you know, like a CD manufacturing company on the South Side. And the guy I was working with, he'd been doing South Side CD manufacturing for years and years and years. And I went to him the next day and I'm like, yo, I saw this video, this guy Kanye West. Like, I, I you know, I, I loved it. It blew my mind. And he yeah. goes, come here, let me show you something. He brings me in the basement. You know, like I said, he's been doing it forever. I mean, just hundreds of boxes of mixtapes from like Crucial Conflict, old Kanye, oh, you know, sick. Twista. Like, all that shit. And he's like, yeah, these people have been doing it forever. And that was right yeah. before everyone blew up. And I was like, holy shit, that's awesome. That's sick. You know what's funny, man? Like, that's what, like, people think, that's what cracks me up. People think that, like, I came up, like, my music is straight, like, some stupid dance, happy. It's like, I grew up, I learned how to rap listening to Bone, Crucial Conflict, Twister, you know, Psychodrama. Like, I was listening to all the Chicago stuff in the 90s, and, like, that's why I started rapping. Like, I've been rapping since I was, like, 14. And, like, hearing, you know, so coming out, it's like, I feel like people don't know that about me. You know what I'm saying? People don't know that I can twist mad fast. Like, I spit, you know, I can spit just as fast as, like, the Castle Crucial Conflict and stuff. You know, I'm not challenging. I can spit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, I feel like people don't know that. And so, me coming up as an artist like that, you know, I, I want to make sure everybody understands where I'm coming from. And I feel like this mixtape and this album is just going to set the record straight right away. You know what I mean? Like, I would love to do a song with Crucial Conflict and Psycho drama and like speed not monsters <laughs> like everybody like i'd love to see it happen and like i said it's like you know you got the mixtape dropping dropping saturday um you got the release party sunday at beauty bar big things happening <laughs> man sick, dude that that part is gonna be insane like i'm not saying that you know it's not a setup live show but we're definitely gonna be on the mic so you know it's definitely gonna be an event that people will be talking about for a long time yeah i, I believe it man i believe it so are you coming dude i'm i'm definitely coming next sunday for sure yeah bring your camera all right cool (laughs) well nigel man um congratulations on everything going on we can't wait to see it happen this has been the chicago verse united audio podcast your chicago scene salvation thanks to hollywood holt for being on the show tonight you can stream or download all past episodes of this podcast at chicagoverseunited.com including interviews with bbu gemini club andrew barber of fakeshoredrive.com and many many more and be sure to find us at facebook.com slash dynasty podcasts twitter com slash dynasty podcast and dynasty podcast.tumblr.com for the dynamic dynasty my name is Jaima black dynasty descend hello hey nigel yeah hey it's Jaima black how's it going man what's up oh shit 
Oh, perfect timing. What's up? <laughs> Work. Any more questions? Nope, that's that's it, man. That was a great interview. Seriously, I'm not even going to cut anything out. Like, I can't wait to put that up. Yeah, It'll probably it be like Wednesday. Even the sneezes.